0: Namaste friends. My recent book, Happiness Beyond Mind has gotten some good reception. And some of my friends who have read the book have given me good feedback at the same time. Some of them told me that it's a little difficult to understand. Of course Some of them reached out to me, asking me for some clarification. And one of the questions that I got from a friend of mine is as follows. He says, I'm done with four chapters. You say consciousness is mind, but mind is brain and brain is matter, which has memory. But when we die, there is no memory left. So is soul mind, or consciousness? Does soul have memory? How do some people remember their past lives? First of all, I think I owe an apology. Maybe the book is a little confusing for some people. So let me clarify what I wrote in my book. I say in the book that the soul Is consciousness and the mind is basically the thoughts emotions memory and intellect the brain is not the mind the brain is a physical part of our body that is like a nervous system a connector so to answer the questions what this friend posed I wrote to him when a person dies what dies is the body and the brain The soul is never born, never dies. That is like a movie screen, constant, on which the movie of life, birth, life, death, birth, life, death, keeps on playing constantly. So what exactly happens at death? The mind, which we defined it as, thoughts, emotions, memory, and intellect. And of course, you have to add the sense organs that escapes from the body and that's actually called as death. And it is that same mind which takes birth again based on a principle known as Papa and Punya that is the accumulated merits and demerits to use the English translation of the word papa and Punya, loosely. And this birth can be in any physical body, need not necessarily be a human body. Amoeba, tree, animal, human, nobody knows that. Likewise, an amoeba can also be born as a human being. Now comes the question of people who claim to know their past lives. I strongly believe either they are charlatans who weave circumstantial evidences, or they could be genuine. We can never guess. The changes that happen in the mind are changing thoughts, emotions, rise and fall of memories can only be perceived in the backdrop of something that does not change which is Consciousness. And that Consciousness is our true nature. When we refer to I, we mistakenly associate that Consciousness to either body or mind, like I described in the book. It's very similar to not knowing which part is water or milk, in a bowl that's given to me where milk and water are mixed together. Likewise, the consciousness and the matter that make up this body and mind and senses, they are interweaved and completely difficult to separate out that is known as a veil of ignorance and the person who knows how to remove that veil of ignorance knows the truth about life he knows that he's not the body he's not the mind he's not the senses he's not the intellect he's not the ego but he's that supreme awareness principle that's beyond all of these and is the experiencer the very subject of all the experiences so in short if you can If you want to remember that, think of a mythical bird, a swan known as Paramahamsa, a supreme swan, a literal translation. And this swan apparently has a peculiar character that if you give it a bowl of milk plus water, it can drink only the milk. Likewise, People who are able to remove that veil of ignorance and separate out through knowledge that which is not the Consciousness and that which is Consciousness are known as Paramahamsas. I hope you enjoyed this podcast.